Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is, is it fine to file an extension? And what do I need to know about tax extensions? Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro and the Tax Minimization Program. The Tax Minimization Program is a training program with tax strategies, implementation guides, access to our team, training, and so much more. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today's topic is, is it fine to file an extension and what do I need to know about tax extensions? So it is just that time of the year where we start to get a ton of questions around extensions and there's a lot of misinformation out there on the internet. So we want to try to clear all those up in this podcast episode for you. So the first question to talk about, is it fine to file an extension? You know, we hear from so many business owners that they were told not to file an extension because it's going to increase their risk for an audit. And honestly, that could not be further from the truth. Filing an extension has nothing to do with your risk of an audit. In fact, sometimes it can help avoid an IRS audit because when you file an extension, it gives you more time to receive tax documents that might take longer to get delivered or maybe tax documents that never even formally got delivered. And by extending, it buys you more time to make sure you got those tax documents to make sure you're inputting everything correctly into your tax return. You also have the ability with an extension to request a transcript. And a transcript is basically an item that you receive from the IRS that gets a listing of every form the IRS received related to your Social Security number. So if you request a transcript, you're going to see everything the IRS sees about your Social Security number, and you can make sure that you have everything included. So let's give an example. Let's say I'm an employer or uh, I'm, in, I'm a business and I send a 1099 out to um, Bob Joe. And when Bob gets that 1099, he lost it, didn't receive it, maybe went to the wrong address, went to the wrong email, whatever it might have been. Bob can now go into uh, his transcripts at the IRS and get a download of everything that's reported to his Social Security number, which is going to include that 1099. And by doing that, he can ensure that he's including everything on his tax return that needs to be done. So that's another thing that can be done with filing extensions. So when when people say filing extensions could actually increase your risk for an audit, that's completely false. In fact, you can oftentimes avoid an IRS audit or get ahead of some things ahead of time by filing that extension, getting transcripts, things like that. Now, with that being said, a few key things that we need to think about when we think of extensions. First, you must file your extension before the deadline. So there's an extension deadline. You need to have that extension obviously filed before that deadline. And an extension is an extension of time to file your taxes, but not pay your taxes. Your taxes are still due on the normal due date. So an extension is only an extension of time to file, not pay. And if you've successfully filed an extension on time, you want to make sure that you file your return by the new extended deadline. So these are some things to keep in mind as we get closer to year end or as we get closer to that due date. These are some things we want to be thinking about if we need to file an extension. So what are the extension deadlines for tax year 2020 and what form do you use to file that extension? Now note, for 
2021 tax season or tax year 2020, we're in right now, this has changed slightly from a typical year. So we'll make kind of notes on where that is. So let's talk about business returns first. S Corporation extension requests are due by March 15th and you file using form 7004. The final due date with a successful extension for an S Corporation tax return is September 15th. Same thing with a partnership. Extension requests are due by March 15th, and you file that on Form 7004. And the final due date with a successful extension is September 15th. A C corporation. Extension requests are due by April 15th, using that same form, 7004. And the final due date with a successful extension for a C corp is October 15th. So S corps and partnerships, March 15th as the extension deadline, and then the final due date is September 15th. C-Corps is April 15th when that extension needs to be filed by, and then the final due date would be October 15th. Now let's talk about personal returns. This is kind of what the bulk of this conversation where we really want to uh, dive into. And personal returns, this also includes Schedule C businesses. So if you're running as a sole prop, this also includes there, or a single member LLC, that's wrapped into your personal return via a Schedule C. The IRS has has filed a new filing deadline. So the filing deadline this year will be May 17th. Typically, that's going to be April 15th. They've moved it out about a month. So the move from April 15th to May 17th is an automatic roughly one month extension for personal returns. And this is for this year only tax season 2021 for tax year 2020. And this also includes a delay of payments, so that May 17th is the new due date for when tax payments are due as well. You can then still request the usual extension, which would be due by May 17th. So if you want to extend even further past May 17th, you can. And you're going to file that using Form 4868. And then your final due date with the successful extension would be October 15th of this year. So uh, one thing, again, to note is this extension by the IRS does not extend your quarter one estimated tax payment due date. Those still remain on April, due on April 15th. So if you're filing estimated tax payments or usually file estimated tax payments, those are still due on April 15th. This move to May 17th is just for the actual personal tax return, not the quarter one estimated tax payments. And note that this is also for personal only and does not include C-corporations, partnerships, S-corps, anything like that. This is just for your personal tax return. So many people say, well, what happens if I don't file an extension? What happens if I just ignore this? If you missed an extension deadline or for whatever reason chose not to file an extension but still did not file your return, you're going to be facing penalties. So for an S-corporation, the penalty is $210 per month per shareholder. So you have five shareholders. It's going to be $210 for every month per shareholder. So if you're missing two months, you take 210 times two times five is going to be a $2,100 penalty. Partnership is the same thing. $210 per month per partner. Now, a C-corporation is going to be a little different because there is tax at the C-corp level. So the penalty for a C-corporation for a late filing is 5% of the unpaid tax for each month up to 25% of the unpaid tax. The minimum penalty for a return that is more than 60 days late is $435 or 100% of the unpaid tax, whichever is less. Same thing with the personal. The penalty for filing a late 
personal tax return. Again, this is not a, this is if you did not file an extension or anything else. You're just filing a late return. Is five percent of the unpaid tax for each month, up to twenty five percent of the unpaid tax maximum. The minimum penalty for a return that is more than sixty days late is four hundred and thirty five dollars, or a hundred percent of the unpaid tax, whichever is less. Now, when we talk about penalties, note that some penalties you are able to request relief from if there's a reason that you're facing that penalty. So if you filed a late tax return, got assessed this large penalty, reach out to us. Our team might be able to file a penalty request to uh, relief of that penalty um, for you. So reach out to our team. We have a, a, a team here that might be able to help you with those situations. But overall, the idea behind this is, if you aren't going to be able to file a return on time, file an extension and just make sure you get that return filed by the extension deadline. You do not want to go past that deadline as well. So just some important items and a recap um, of some of the things that we talked about today. Filing an extension does not increase your risk for an audit. I'm going to say that again. Filing an extension does not increase your risk for an audit. Be sure to file your extension on time by the extension deadline. So if you file your extension on time, you want to make sure that that's done. Because if you miss the extension deadline, now you have missed uh, the ability to extend your return. And it's just a late return at that point. If you successfully filed an extension, be sure you make that final filing before the, the extended due date. So uh, for a personal return, if you're going to extend this year, it's May 17th. So if you're going to extend, make sure you file that extension before May 17th, and then make sure you file your actual return before October 15th. And remember, an extension is simply extending your time to file. Any taxes owed are still due on the regular due date, and you could face interest or penalties if those are paid after the due date. So let's say you expect a $100,000 tax bill uh, and you're going to extend your return. That extension of the return just extends the time you have to file that return. Those That $100,000 tax bill would still be due on the normal due date. And next week, we're going to be talking about what you need to know if you cannot afford to pay the tax when due. So if you get stuck with a tax bill, you just can't afford to pay it. We're going to be talking about some of the options that you have around that. Again, the extension deadlines for business returns for S-Corps and partnerships is March 15th. And if you've successfully filed an extension, the final return is due September 15th. For C-Corporation, the extension deadline is 4-15 with a final due date of October 15th. And for personal returns, the extension deadline is May 17th this year, typically April 15th. But this year with the IRS changes, it's May 17th, and then your extended deadline is going to be October 15th. Um, there are some penalties if you file a late return. So if you don't get the extension in on time or you get the extension in on time, but you don't file by the final due date in time, there are going to be some penalties that rack up for that. Filing an extension does not increase your risk for an audit. Make sure you file that extension before the due date. If you file that extension, make sure you make that final tax return filing before the extended due date. And again, an extension is simply extending your time to file and any taxes owed are still due on that regular due date. Um, as I mentioned earlier, next week we're going to be discussing what you need to know if you cannot afford to pay your tax bill. So if you're stuck with a, a bill that you just came out of nowhere, you had a big year, forgot to put money away, now you can't pay it, what are some of the options available for you? We're going to be talking about that. Also, don't just a, just a reminder, don't forget to join our Facebook group, 
look, look, log into Facebook and search small business tax secrets, answer a few questions and you'll be let in where you can talk with other business owners, ask questions about tax savings, tax strategies, bookkeeping. Um, those we use a lot of questions, listener questions to kind of develop what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. And also we still are running and, and have launched our tax minimization program. Again, this is just a program where you can do it yourself. You can uh, learn about tax strategies. You can read about them. We have implementation guides so that you can actually implement these tax strategies yourself within your business. We also do group training. Uh, you have unlimited access to our team for general tax questions, a private Facebook group, and so much more. So if you're interested in really digging deeper into this tax savings idea, their tax minimization program is going to be perfect for you. Go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. Again, that's taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. Any other questions you have, if you want us to dive into a specific uh, topic, be sure to ask that in the Facebook group. Shoot us an email. We'd love to kind of cater our episodes to listener questions. So I just want to thank you again for listening to another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, and I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.